over the past five years with great intentionality, we have been able to create, I would say, our best year yet. Mm -hmm. What is the advantage, in your opinion, to going through with intentionality and, and creating that best year yet? Ooh, I would say that it allows me, me personally, because I know it's us, but it really, especially me, is it lets me live my life with two filters. One, perspective, because I think it's really easy to get caught up in, oh, this sucks, or I hate this, or just negative, or maybe it's like, oh, this is amazing, this is totally awesome, but really, if I'm focusing on that perspective filter, is it really amazing? Or is it really that bad? And so the filter I'm super thankful for. And I also love the other one is for big decisions, creating a filter to help me decide on the big stuff. And as we progress and we plan and we make goals and random things pop up along the way, or I mean, even something as simple as what school do we choose for our kid? That filter has come about and has been so helpful over the years because we put in the work and created this intentional system to see, okay, is it going to help us get to our goals in the long term? Entrepreneurs shouldn't be stuck. It's unnecessary, it's frustrating, and unfortunately, it's where most of us end up landing. Your business should serve you, your dreams, and the future you set out to create. So let's destroy the myth that you have to work 60, 80, or 120 hours a week in order to make your dreams a reality. I'm Jay. And I'm India. This is the Marketing Breakthrough Podcast. Let's, let's get, get to it. it. In today's episode, India and I dive into what it looks like to intentionally create the best year yet. And this is kind of on a personal level, but if that's something you would like to do for your business and you'd like to have a further conversation about how we can help you, how Marketing Breakthrough serves entrepreneurs and their businesses, feel free to book a discovery call through the link in the description to this podcast, and we would love to get you set up with a 15-minute call. We have nothing to sell you in that call, but would love to see how we can serve you. We had a similar conversation in a prior episode where we talked about word of the year, and we had gone into a whole conversation about how we create a word for our year, and it's kind of like the the whole filter, like you said, of just being able to see certain things. So I remember when I was a kid and my mom bought a sob, and then I started seeing more sobs. And so it's the reticular activation system, activating system that you just, you're more aware of things. So you, you start putting things through that filter, through that lens, and you start seeing things in different perspectives. And creating a, a life of intentionality is, I think it just helps you to focus on things with that mindset and that, again, intentionality. And we've been able to do this really well over the past few years. And there are a lot of pieces where, or a lot of times when people have gotten more bogged down by, let's say, cultural conversations, different things that are going on in society. And we have been able to have a ton of fun mm -hmm. because we have, we'll just say we've had bigger fish to fry. Like there are bigger things that we want to do. We don't, we're, we're terrible at getting, getting caught up in the little 
nitpicky things because you and I both have a tendency to be more focused on the big picture long term Mm -hmm. because of the goals and, and intentionality that we set for our family. Well, yeah, I mean, that speaks, that is the perfect segue into the question I wanted to ask you is what is, what is the negative side of not doing this? I would say the disadvantage to not being intentional is that I think you miss out on a lot a lot of opportunities. Mm. In the same way, if you don't have a focus, and we've talked about it before, but the, the adage of like the unaimed arrow always hits its target or always misses its target. I think in this case, it misses the target. But it, because if you don't have a target set up, then it's going to be impossible to hit. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll hit whatever it is flying at. And it's really easy to get worn down by day-to-day things. And I was actually recently talking about this in a podcast with a friend of mine, with Brayden, and he and I were were talking about the idea, and I I didn't use this analogy then, but your time and I think what you do and what what you create is kind of like a gas in the sense that uh, it fills up the space of the room. Remember, <laughs> makes me. I have a hard time talking about that without thinking of the Parks and Rec episode where, uh, where Andy, where there's all the balloons full of air, and then April says that there's one toxic balloon, and it's a gas that will kill Anne. And he's like, it would kill us all because a gas has the ability to fill the amount of space in the room that it is in. Science and. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorites oh my gosh i love this and i know that i got that quote wrong but it makes me laugh every time that i think about it and in the same way i think that our time is able to take up whatever space we allow or our work is able to i like that our work is able to take up whatever space we give it and so there have been times in my life where i have let my work take up 10 or 12 hours a day And then there have been times when I have limited the amount of time and I've been far more intentional about, nope, family time, fun time, play time, Mm -hmm. fitness, whatever those goals are, and I'm just going to make everything fit. And it is really interesting because I find that I can accomplish almost the same amount in a three-hour period of time versus an eight-hour period of time if I limit that time. Okay, this is totally me yesterday. Do you remember coming home yesterday and I was like, man, the day just flew by, but I don't really feel like I did anything. Well, I guess I did something. And then I went through this really short list of the few things that I did do. Mm-hmm. But I And I felt like I had just seen you. Like you just left to go to the office. You just got back. The kids were running around like crazy. And I was just thinking like, man, where did the day go? And a lot of it, honestly... My day, my Tuesdays tend to be this like vortex of nothingness because I'm either. That's accurate. Yeah, I, I would say so because I'm I'm in my head. I'm thinking, oh, it's my one day off. I'm going to relax. I'm just going to, you know, chill and teach the kids and move on and just let them play and go crazy. And the day just is gone. And it, it's almost like a waste. And I feel that way at the end of the day. And then I'm like, oh, well, I've got tomorrow. I'll get back to it. And I think that there is this level of acceptance in our culture where we can say, yes, you know, self-care, take care of yourself, waste a day, it's no big deal, which I mean, yeah, by all means do that. I'm definitely a big push or like I care so much about making sure that we have self-care, but I also 
believe that there is the lazy side of that where I'm like, oh, self-care, but I'm totally like falling into that trap and I'm just using it as an excuse when if I had just been intentional to even schedule in a little bit of productivity yesterday, then like 75% of the day could have also been scheduled lazy time, which would have been great. And I wouldn't have felt guilty about it and would have gotten something done. Yeah, I think we can take a certain number of things and we can stretch them out to take longer than they need to. And uh, I mean, if you don't know, we love the office and we love parks and rec and that 70s show. Like I would say those are our go-to favorite TV shows. That's fair. Yeah. And, (laughs) and so there's another quote, another episode uh, or an episode of the office where they create movie Mondays. And so they're (laughs) watching varsity blues. And then afterwards, Michael is defending his stance to Jan And he's like, well, after the movie, after they use this time to watch the movie, then they work harder and they're more productive. And she said, how does that work? Like through magic? And he said, no, because they have to, to make up for all the time that they lost. (laughs) And and we do that. It's easier to, and I, I think it's easier for us as people to work to catch up on the work that we missed instead of working ahead. But all of that to say, to come back to the conversation of the best year yet and creating that intentionality if we allow things to fill up space and for our schedules to just become filled with mush, whatever it is, and just and just filler mm-hmm. and Netflix, Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, that, that there I will. go on. Oh, that, Instagram, TikTok. That, yep. Then it just it starts to fill up, and then we just say, "Well, we don't have time." And I remember having conversations with people. And we would work on house projects. And I remember a couple of friends in particular that every time I would see them, they would ask what we've been up to. And I try not to say busy because Mm -hmm. I think that's just kind of a filler word and that's what we use. That's our go-to and we're really proud of being busy as a culture. But beyond that, I would try to be intentional about the words that I said and the projects that I had gotten done. And I tried to celebrate those wins. And I would tell them what we had done to our house. And every time they were like, how do you get so much done? And I thought, well, it's it's priority. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. And we've taken that from working on house projects or working within different organizations, different businesses. And we've transferred that to our family and to our personal life Mm -hmm. and one of the things that we set as priorities is this is what we want to do we want to travel we want to go on an adventure it doesn't have to be elaborate we just want to do something fun you have been the greatest instigator of intentionality in our relationship i mean if somebody said hey, there's India, that girl's intentional. I would laugh so hard because that is not even remotely true. I'm not, I pretty much just, I'm like a leaf blowing in the wind. Intentionality, it, I mean, if I didn't have Jay, it's I, it's a miracle I can tie my shoes, okay? I just, I am not the most intentional person. I don't always think ahead. Now, Which I can- That's why you wear a lot of boots without laces. I know, right? Yeah, no- <laughs> I, I'm great at planning things. And in that level of intentionality, I I'm on it. I can win, but the rest of the time, just daily day-to-day life, that is not my strength, not my skill set. I need Jay for that accountability and knowing that that is your skill and knowing that there 
I would argue that not everyone is as intentional as you are. Just like not everyone is as, dare I say, lazy as I am. I think that it's important to to remember that if you are that person, maybe that's more like me, to find someone out there that can almost like support you or supplement what you're doing, what your strength is. Or coach you. Exactly. To find someone that can push you to that next level because I know I need Jay. Yes, he's my husband, but I know that I need Jay to hold me accountable to get work done, to get projects done, to to push to that next level in whatever our goals are. It could be something as simple as pushing me to make time for myself. Having someone around you that will support you and push you to be better with all of those good things in mind, not from a controlling perspective, but from just a healthy perspective, it will help you become the best version of yourself. Okay, so in creating that best version of yourself and then being able to create the best version of your family or your business. And it comes back to that intentionality. And I know that I use that word a lot and it's with intentionality because (laughs) I think it's a powerful word. And I believe that words carry a lot of value as as does the power of writing things down, being able to communicate things, being able to have things in writing and being able to kind of map things out. And so even as I record this, we are we have a whiteboard in our office and we can see that that says best year yet. And we're talking about what it looks like. How do we actually map out and create the best year yet? One of those things is goals. Just being able to set goals, set it set, set intentionality with what we want to do. Those goals might look like financial, they might look like lifestyle, they might look like family, they might look like playtime, whatever that case may be, you may want to get a new car, you may want to buy a new house, you may want to, um, you know, just create something, start a new hobby, you may want to do something for yourself. And, and that's completely fine. So set those goals, identify those things, and then work towards them. And some of them might be a one year goal, you might set some of these goals and, and, you might actually accomplish them in one year. Some of them might actually, you might push off and say, this is not a priority this year with this, with A, B, and C that we've done, we're going to push D over to the following year. Setting those goals, having those markers that we want to hit, those mile markers, and to be able to celebrate those wins. And when we do that, I believe it not only allows us to create momentum, but to also be able to look back and, and again, celebrate those things. Mm -hmm. Because so many times we create goals that are elusive. And what I mean by that is I want to make more money. I want to drive a nicer car. I want to have a bigger house. Mm -hmm. And okay, how much bigger of a house? Like, because technically a house that's bigger by one square foot is a bigger house. Is that go- is that the goal? And you're like, well, no, I actually want something that's twice the size. So be specific. Be specific mm-hmm. because I, I want to drive a nicer car. Well, what's your definition of that? Mm-hmm. Is it is a nicer car something that's, you know, for some people it's going to be a classic car that's going to be completely restored. For some people it's going to be a brand that's going to have this 
you know, the status to it. For some people, it's going to be, you know, a logo or a, I just want something with leather interior, right? <laughs> we have a lot of different things that we can we can create. I want to make more money. Well, a dollar more or a thousand dollars more a month, a year. And, and these are really arbitrary goals if we don't put specificity behind them. Mm -hmm. So Jay, I want to say this because as the practical person, I'm the one that's constantly thinking like, okay, well, how are we going to do this? Because listening to what you're saying, it is just second nature. Like this is for you. I would imagine that this is like common sense. You're like, just set it and do it. It's not that hard. And here I am like, um, I don't know how. <laughs> I should clarify that I have set a number of goals that I have not hit. Ooh, that's good. Thank I, you for sharing that. <laughs> I have I have set targets. That's an important thing to talk about. I no, it's it's really difficult sometimes to set these goals and to set to set priorities and then to be able to go after them. And sometimes it's discouraging. But I think sometimes you can just make movement towards them mm -hmm. and you can count that as a win. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be 100% of the goal unless you had the ability to hit it and it was just laziness that kept you from it. Mm -hmm. Which is fair. So I want to take all of this, all of this conversation, and I created a little map. And I, I built out little steps that everyone can follow in how you're going to figure this out. How you you're going maps. to create the best year yet. So here we go. Number one, the first thing that you're going to do is you are going to schedule it in. Schedule the time in. And when I'm talking about it, what you're scheduling in, I'm talking about the opportunity to sit down at your desk, on a couch, in front of a fire, relaxing on a beach. I don't care where you are. Just have a moment probably half an hour, 45 minutes to write out all of these things. Make the time. This is something that you would need to set do not disturb on on your phone, that you need to make sure that you aren't going to be interrupted by other people around you, that this is just time that you are taking for yourself to create this opportunity to create your best year yet. As a really practical step to this, I hear people say constantly, I just wish the emails would stop coming in. I wish calls and texts would stop coming in. I wish notifications would stop coming in. I wish I could stop being distracted. And the key here is that you can because technology has created the ability to set do not disturb like India said. So even, even at the point anymore, I have no problem sending a text message to somebody at 4 or 5 a.m. when I wake up because if they don't want to be notified, their phone should be on do not disturb. That's fair. Yeah, um, absolutely. There's there's really no excuse, uh, no excuse. Like back when we had landlines, I completely understand. Like, no, don't call somebody <laughs> oh at 5 a.m. Everybody hated and, that person. And, and so I completely understand that. But there's no excuse for that to be a problem anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you need help learning that, there, there's this little guy, his name is Google, and he can tell you exactly how to, to turn on do not disturb mode on your phone. Number two, don't just talk, do. And I put this one in here because I have this nasty habit of talking about things a lot and not actually implementing them, not getting started. And so don't sit down 
and write things out and not do anything with it. Don't sit down and talk to somebody and not do anything with it. I love, we were just talking about this the other day about what Nike believes and their, their goal, their mission as a company is to believe in something and just do it. And I love that. And that, that right there, I believe speaks to, speaks to you, Jay, is believe in something, come up with a plan, figure out what you're doing and just do it. This is not a new year's resolution. And I, I, I know that there are people out there that can actually create a new year's resolution and stick to them. Like, good job. Good for you. But culturally new year's resolutions are something that we do for like two or three weeks and then we get tired or lazy or don't care anymore. And, and we just stop. So this is not a new year's resolution. This is something that is going to dictate your life for the next 365 days. So if you are going to actually put in the work and do this, you need to make sure that what you're creating is something that will, that's achievable, not defeat you, but will last. Number three, make the space to think it over. This is something that I also have a nasty habit of not doing. (laughs) I'm a procrastinator in my core. So I will do something at the very last minute and I'll be like, yep, that's good enough. But really, if you're setting out the time, if you're scheduling in the time, make sure you schedule it, make sure you work on it, and then give yourself some time to think it over. Mull it over. Is it really good? Is this exactly what you want? Is this where you want to go? Making that space is really important. Number four, talking to the right people for wisdom. This is one that is so important. Whoever you're talking to, you need to make sure that they actually know what they're talking about. You're not looking for a yes man or woman. You're not looking for somebody that's just going to be super negative and disappointing. You want to talk to the person that's either where you want to be or that knows how to get there. Talk to somebody who can actually give you sage advice. Number four, this is where Jay's goals come in. Write down where you want to be one year from now, financially, personally, think about, think about your career. Where do you want to be in your career? Where do you want to be in your relationships with people? Where do you want to be in with your dreams and with your home and your car and, and your vacation time? Where do you want to be with self-care? Where do you want to be in your growth of your, your business or, or maybe your lifestyle? All of those things are important. So write them down, go out of your way to think about Where is it that I want to be? Who am I going to be someday? And finally, number six, what is one word to summarize all of those goals to be used as a filter for both your perspective and decision-making? I'm going to say that again because it's important. You're going to write down one word that summarizes all of your goals to be used as a filter for both your perspective and your decision-making. And that word, if you choose, can become your word of the year in order to create your best year yet. So take those, take those thoughts, take those ideas, kind of, you know, mull it over, think on it, consider what it might look like to move forward into a new year with intentionality. Maybe it's a calendar year. Maybe you're looking, you're listening to this partway through a year and you're able to start at a, a certain quarter, you're able to start at a certain month. That doesn't really matter. It's ultimately just about creating a life with more intentionality. 
So if this is something that you're interested in, if you have questions about what it looks like to do this on a deeper level, to dive deeper into this content, feel free to send us an email. You can send me an email directly, jay at marketingbreakthrough.co, jay at marketingbreakthrough.co. You can also send India an email, India, mm-hmm. I-N-D-Y-A, at marketingbreakthrough.co, not .com, .co. <laughs> and we would love to have a conversation with you. Also, if it's a value and you want to know what it is that we do in more detail for different businesses like yours, for entrepreneurs, for your businesses, We would love to have a conversation and we would love to get you set up with a discovery call to see how we can further serve you. So feel free to reach out. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And as you're getting ready for 2023, if you're listening to this still at the end of 2022, hope you're able to get started and get going on your best year yet. Marketing Breakthrough is a community of entrepreneurs with a vision of creating meaningful, sustainable businesses that allow freedom, fun, and adventure in their lives. Time is the only resource you can't get more of, so we believe in finding a way to achieve our entrepreneurial dreams with freedom in mind. We've designed this resource hub of tools, tricks, and techniques to grow your business and live the life that you set out to create.